early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first class ride across the web. Hey JJ, have you ever wondered why we're actually here, or what it really means to be human? I have been wondering that uh, somewhat infrequently, but something that is frequently blowing my mind is just kind of resources that we have. And I know like uh, metal resources almost to be specific, but like mining and where does all the shit we build pretty much, like all the stuff that we use to build things come from? I'm... I've I it's been bothering me for quite some time but I know like where's the giant holes in the earth that we're just digging shit out of and leaving cuz we're we're taking so many resources like if you think about all the metals that or stone or things that are just in your house right now and think about how many houses have been built how much shit is in there like where where are all these mining holes it, <laughs> I'm actually very excited for this one because you have literally been asking this question for probably like two or three years now. It's been a long ass time. And it's, it's a good question. Like it's something that I never would have thought of until you bring it up. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. There are a lot of materials that are above ground now that probably came from below ground. Yeah, exactly. And just where, where are all these mining holes at or just mines in general? I don't know. Like I can't, I can't think of anything. I know, I know actually one, there's a couple of quarries and shit that are outside of like the outskirts of Wanakia where we grew up, but those are still not even that big. And yeah. I think that was just for stone and stuff as well. Like where does all, all this metal ore and shit come from? Do you think it's not in the United States and that's why we don't really know about it? Or do you think it's, I don't know. Is that an import we get from somewhere? Metal ore? Hmm. I don't know. I know a lot of the like metal pieces that come or that are used in electronics come from mines in Africa and stuff like that. Hmm. So maybe that that's that's where other materials come from too. But I don't know. I almost think that'd be be too expensive because yeah, metal's so heavy. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what I was thinking. That'd so like, if to... you're trying to build a whole skyscraper, yeah. like, do you want to? import all of that i don't know i have no idea and i mean there's skyscrapers and cities all over has a big hole in it exactly (laughs) where's the biggest holes at if you had if we look up i'm sure we're going to if we have to pick uh if we're going to look up where the largest like i don't know what i don't even know what i'm trying to say mining field or mine mine there's a word i'm looking for it's not resource a mining location um operation site like a mining site Site. i don't know okay something like that i don't even know if that's a mine a mine whatever we were close (laughs) uh what state do you think has probably the largest mining site uh operational or not operational i don't really care Hmm. my initial thought was somewhere in the midwest but i think all of that's used for farmland so yeah where did the book Holes take place? Is holes? That, it's making holes? me think <laughs> like Holes? Like Nevada yeah, or something. I, I don't think. I, I don't know. But, I wanted, but that's all sand. I don't know what we would get out of it, you know? 
Hmm. I have no idea. I, for some reason, I was thinking Nevada as well, but I'm pretty sure he's from like a pretty large ass city, like New York or something. But it's well, I mean, not where he's from. Where's he? Yeah, doing yeah, all the holes. Oh, I don't know. But even the holes, that was yeah, that was all sand and shit. There was no <laughs> metal <laughs> coming out of there. I don't. Besides the gold, you know. I'm gonna. Th- I want to say, oh, fuck it, like East Coast. I'm gonna say maybe a Virginia. Okay. I'm feeling a Virginia. Either yeah, one. I could see something like that. Maybe maybe West Virginia. Mm, yeah, I'm about it. No, no, I'm about it. We'll do West West <laughs> Virginia. Are you are you sticking with Nevada? Uh, I don't think I can. It's just so sandy. I can't imagine there'd be <laughs> too much metal. Utah. I'm gonna say Utah. All right. Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Utah. Let's fucking look it up. Uh, largest mining site in the USA. It did not. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Patrick Balwig. Was I right? Oh. Salt Lake City, Utah. Hot damn, boy. <laughs> Ooh, the last minute switcheroo. There it is. Got him with a quick wombie combi switcherini. I'm very proud. The Bingham Canyon Mine, or more commonly known as K- Kennecott Copper Mine among locals, an open pit mining operation extracting a large copper deposit southwest of Salt Lake City, Utah, in the mountains. Hmm. Oh, shit. It's the largest man-made excavation and deepest open pit mine in the world. It's not even in the United States. That's the big hole I'm looking for. <laughs> That's what I've been fucking talking about. I need to go to Utah. I need to see this. Yeah, you live over near there. I know. I could fucking make the drive. I'm sure just the average. Is it still operational? Um, Mine has been in production since 1906. Damn. That's a big fucking oh. hole. I've seen that in 2013. In April and in September, they had some pretty large landslides. Holy shit. 2.5 billion cubic feet of dirt and rock. Holy shit. It's a historic landmark, but does that mean it's not operational? I don't know. I think I'm just going to type it in. Oh, good. 2000 to 2014, Bingham Canyon Copper Mine has had numerous chemical spills. (laughs) Good. Good. So before you would look anything up, what do you think is the most commonly mined metal in the U.S.? Um, I want to say, like, once we looked it up, I feel like copper would be a pretty banging answer because, I don't know, copper piping and shit that was used inside of, like, housing and whatnot. Like, it, I I feel like that just makes sense. Or, and if yeah. not copper, maybe steel. Mm-hmm. Do you mine steel or is steel, like, a refinement of something? Is there, like, a steel ore? I want to say yes, that there's a steel ore. I don't think you can just get steel. I'm pretty sure it's a – maybe that was a stupid answer because I'm I'm fairly positive that steel is actually a mixture of multiple different metals. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Top mine minerals in the U.S. Copper number one. Ba-ba-boo! Oh, we're getting all of these. Wow. We don't even need to look up anything anymore. We just know everything now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like the first or like second episode we've ever gotten like shit right off the top. <laughs> Uh, I think the copper mine in Utah is still operational because mm-hmm. I'm seeing a thing here that says the mine's going to last until at least 2032. Okay. Well, it looks like the most substantial copper mines are all out west. Arizona, Utah, New Mexico, Nevada, and Montana. Well, I fucked up by going east coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the exact opposite. <laughs> 
I mean, I do have a client who talks to me quite a bit about mines that are out here in Colorado, and he did say there's a shit ton of them. So, I mean, that makes sense. Hmm. So they're just out here randomly. Like this, I'm looking at the fucking Bingham Canyon mine, and that is a big, big boy. I wonder, can you just go there? I would love just to go. I don't know. I, I if it's operational, probably. What do you think? Not. I don't know. Is everything <laughs> like, is operational? They, oh shit! They've got a visitor fucking experience. What? Maybe oh, that's the operational go. piece. Yeah, they've got a fucking copper mine tour. <laughs> that's so interesting. I feel like that would not be that great of a tour. Like, I want to go so I can explore it myself and just like look at it and be like, holy shit. But like, I don't think. I would want someone to and on yeah. your left more rock. <laughs> we put explosives here and dig out shit. I I don't even know what the what would you even ex- see, like what I don't know. Just history, I guess. Probably give you some weird like oh shit yeah. And then like thirty miners died in this tragic accident in like nineteen thirty two. It'd probably be a lot of that kind of shit. Would be my assumption. Yeah. So steel is an alloy of iron and carbon combo. A little mixture, a little so you don't just don't just mine steel. Although the number two top or the second mine mineral is feldspar, oh. which I have never heard of, but that is important in the making of glass and ceramics hmm. because it acts as a a fluxing agent to help with the melting temperature of quartz and which controls the viscosity of the glass. I got you. Who knew? Who knew? And apparently that mineral forms approximately 60% of Earth's terrestrial rocks. Wow. It's all around <laughs> us. <laughs> We're surrounded. Uh, speaking of copper mines still, even though Bingham Canyon is the largest, it's actually not the most producing copper mine. Oh. It's only number two. We got taken over by Morency uh, in Greenlee County, Arizona, and the annual production is actually more than double the amount that uh, Bingham Canyon produces. Apparently, this mine Dang. here in Arizona is the largest copper reserves in the entire world, estimated to have 3.2 billion tons of ore. Holy wow. fuck. That's where it's all coming yeah. from. If <laughs> <laughs> you have anything copper, thank uh, Arizona for it. Morency. It's crazy, though. It, it's all this, and then there's like literally no information on it. But Bingham, it's... Uh, that's all the rage, I guess. There's no, there's no tours here of Morency Copper Mine. They're probably like, we don't want anyone fucking around here with this. <laughs> so what else besides copper? What, what, what is the the most? Uh, 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 so copper, feldspar, then lithium, mm. which is used in batteries. Don't even get me started like on the lithium batteries. ion batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Silver, gold, then iron ore, which I'm surprised that's so far down. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm very surprised. Silver and gold. There's still a lot of silver mines out there. No, there's the whole gold rush, never a silver rush. I don't know. I I think so. I mean, it's still valuable. People still love hoarding that stuff. I think silver's actually used in in some things where I guess gold's used in some electronics, but Yeah, not a lot. It looks like the some of the top producing states or most of the top producing states are all out west. Yeah, that's what it but there are a couple that are that aren't, I guess. A few in the Midwest being Minnesota uh, and Michigan, and then another bigger producer being Missouri and Florida. Oh, 
which I'm surprised at Florida because I feel like you'd dig a hole and fall into a sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what are they mining in Florida? I have no idea. I'm I'm just looking at a a chart put together of value of non-fuel minerals produced in or by state. Let's see what the what the fuck is phosphate mines? Yeah, phosphate limestone. That makes sense. Shell. <laughs> is that like seashells? I don't know. It just gets so compacted down in the ground. You got to fucking dig for them. You can just go to the beach, though. Yeah. Oh, damn. There's still active gold mines out here in Colorado as well, near Ooh. Cripple Creek. Yeah, go get yourself some hey, gold. Start paying them for gold. Yeah. Richest gold mine in Colorado history. That'd be kind of fun. Like panning for gold, like you see on uh, yeah, yeah, like movies back in the day. Some of those shows. Yeah. I like the way that they, like, now that I'm looking at mining sites, I like the way that they dig. They have, like, multiple different levels, and they have a little piece of, like, flat surface so that you can, I don't know, move, like, trucks and shit through. It almost looks like they're making, like, stairs pretty much inside of the earth and then just doing, like, a little digging here at a time. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. They got to get their giant machines out everywhere. Definitely. But then think about how, like... I don't know. What if there's this large chunk of shit just sitting underneath like the roads and stuff? I know it's probably not a whole lot, but they're definitely still missing some. But I don't know what you would yeah. do. Maybe like when the mine runs out here, like blow it all up, try and start from the outside in again. Slowly shave <sighs> away. What's the process? Like, how do you mine for shit? You blow up the earth pretty much. And then what? You just scoop as much of it into a fucking truck a dumpster truck and then what you just run water through it i don't even know i guess we're talking all about these like mines here and i don't even understand how we get it like how do you i was just thinking the same thing i remember watching those like gold rush shows because my dad was really into that and that's basically what they do for gold is they just dig a big old hole and then run all that dirt through a machine that like captures the gold how does it separate it though it, it does it based on like running water through the dirt and then because gold is heavier than like everything else it kind of falls through this little mesh thing i don't know i don't know exactly how it works but it's basically like the gold falls through and all the other stuff just gets washed away okay what about copper but i don't what know if copper? that's copper? true for all fucking of it. heavy i would imagine it's heavier than most things Oh, I'm on how landmines work that's not what no, i'm uh-oh. looking for when i'm, <laughs> when I'm looking for mines <laughs> I don't know. I'm simply just going to look up how do you mine for copper and hope that this copper mining and production process is explained. Perfect. Got him. Oh, I got landmines again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so the ore is removed from the ground in either an open pit or underground mines. Open pit is like what majority of mining companies use. And like ore is pretty much just rock that's attached to enough metal to make it worthwhile extracting. And they start off by just grinding the shit out of it. So it says the ore is crushed and then ground into a powder. And then the ore is enriched using a process called froth flotation. Um, I'm guessing probably the same thing that you were talking about here where, like, the metal just kind of, like, sinks. Oh, this is the opposite way. Unwanted material called ganga. G-A-N-G-U-E. How would you pronounce that? Gong? Ganj, bro. <laughs> Ganj sinks to the bottom and is removed. So I'm s- the copper floats. Then I don't understand. 
Um, huh. And then you do a little chemical reaction, I guess. You, The powdered enriched ore is heated in the air between, Jesus, 500 Celsius and 700 Celsius degrees. Yeah. Wowzers. I guess they got to melt it, right? Yeah. I, no. It says remove sulfur and, nope. the dr- and dry the ore, which is still a solid called calcine. Wow. Doesn't even melt. No biggie. And then you smelt it with fluxes. Uh, a flux is a substance which is added to the ore to make it melt more easily. Oh, okay. So it's not even 100% cop. Uh, the solid calcine is heated to 1,200 degrees Celsius and melts. Uh, some impurities are removed, forming a matte a mixture of liquid copper and iron sulfide. And then, uh, yeah, you pretty much... Jesus, there's so much other shit. <laughs> You do some other things to get the copper the way exact way that you want it, pretty much. How do we get stuff so hot? I don't know. How I I'm glad that wasn't a really dumb question, but like I, I don't know. What do you do to produce that it, much heat? Is it like a chemical reaction? Like there's just something that's super fucking flammable, and you're just like, all right, light it on fucking fire. I don't know. I guess it's how do you gotta. here? How do we? How do you? How do you heat solid calcine to 1200 degrees Celsius? Cause that's so fucking hot. See, they're probably just gonna talk to me about like what they do. They don't. I don't even know how to word that. How do you get something to twelve hundred degrees? <laughs> In ancient Egypt, they used to just set fires near rocks and then <laughs> pour water on those rocks. So then the, the like temperature change would fracture the rocks, and they'd be able to collect what they were actually looking for. They fucking which they is know what a they're doing. process called fire setting. Hmm. It's pretty pretty crafty, honestly. Oh wow! This guy was just I was looking up how to heat shit, and this this fucking thread was just how best to achieve two thousand degrees with household items. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh yeah, that that reminds me. Kyle made like a uh, a furnace that actually melted aluminum and all of that, and. I don't know what the melting temperature of that is, but why? I forgot he he put together like I don't know little molds where he pulled poured in like molten aluminum to to make something. Oh, dude, I think I I know that shit. Yeah, there was um there is a video. Didn't your brother do that too? My, no, my brother and I talked about doing that. Um, pretty much just like having I think just a regular little fire though, because what you would do is you use like a little pottery uh, thing. You like close the hole, and then you basically make this like concrete furnace with a little hole inside, and you pretty much put like coals and other like shit that like burns inside of it, and then you have this like little um, uh, I don't know what the piece is called, but then you can put like actual soda cans and shit inside of the little furnace, and it'll melt away everything and just leave aluminum, and then you can pour it into like molds and whatnot, and then like make shit out of that. Which is pretty fucking cool. Are soda cans made out of aluminum? I'm seeing the melting point for aluminum is 1,200 degrees. Uh, I'd say soda cans are used partially aluminum and then other things as well. I'm fairly positive. Well, yeah, I guess they they pay you to recycle them to get the material out of it. Uh, a drink, a beverage can. Aluminum. Yeah, made of aluminum. Or tin-plated steel, St- 25% of production i don't know 75 percent of that worldwide production though aluminum they know what they're doing yeah that's that fucking important shit aluminum mm-hmm. all the way my guy i don't understand how to get something so hot uh acetylene <laughs> torches 
fucking burn at like 5,600 degrees, I guess. Um, Dang. What the? So just intense chemical reactions. Yeah, just. <laughs> so what country do you think mines the most materials? Uh, do you think it's the U.S. just because it's so big? I guess. I, does it depend on the material? Or yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, I feel like yeah, because it'd be localized. Um, I don't know, maybe copper from America. I mean, that's our biggest fucking thing. We were yeah. Uh, I'd say copper from America. Uh, I don't know. Let's go iron ore from somewhere in like no, because you probably want to. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> does every country just fucking mine their own shit because it's too expensive to ship? I don't know. I mean, a lot of countries don't have that much land to mine. Yeah, true, true. And if you're connected by ground, it wouldn't be much different than mining it in the U.S. and yeah, driving it somewhere. That is true. You know? That is true. I'm going to say copper for America. And then uh, what else is pretty heavily produced? Is coal still a fucking thing? I, I don't know. What about uh, lead? Is lead still a thing that's used? Lead was, I think, number eight, seven on the list. Okay. That's still kind of up there. I mean, top ten. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the fuck lead would come from, though. No, I have no, <laughs> I have no fucking idea, dude. I uh, have... Mine's in Missouri, I guess. Why? What? Lead in Missouri? Is that the largest yeah. mine? Um, I don't know. I'm just seeing primarily extracted from mines in Missouri. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I think that's U- yeah, U.S. production. Oh, okay, Missouri's got that lead. China's probably up there with something, though. I think Canada does some production shit. What does Canada do? What's up there? I think it's too frozen to do anything. <laughs> but they do, they do. That's where uh, most of the gold shows are. Oh, really? Canada's all about that yeah. gold. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe that's just where the like big mining companies haven't gone yet. So people who <laughs> are making a TV show can go to. But uh, it looks like the largest production of rare earth metals was china Mm. it doesn't specify which but it is oh what is that like between three to four times more than the u.s actually okay that's a lot yeah and then number three is myanmar which i would have never thought okay fuck me i guess there's a lot of little metals here that i found a site that's talking about a lot of metals that some countries like mine and shit that i've never would have thought of or metals that i literally have like never heard of but they're used for like, oh, yeah. a bunch of different random little bullshit things. Yeah, I mean, number 10 on the top mind in the U.S. is Molly Benum. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> <laughs> it's M-O-L-Y. That's how it starts. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So used in small quantities to harden steels and found in different alloys. And basically it just gives strength to, to different stuff, which is useful in nuclear power plants and aircraft engines. There it is. Mainly found in Colorado. There you go. Well, <laughs> I don't know anything about my state. <laughs> this is saying China dominates the production of many natural resources. Uh, silk, crude oil, oh. cement. Uh, oh, coal. I guess America's got timber. Really? I would have thought that was Canada. Nope. We got it. Hmm. No biggie, I guess. Gold, China actually a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I guess China, Australia, and Russia. Literally, we're not even in there. Oh, uh, this is from Tour Indy 14, though. I don't know how fucking true this is. Damn, yeah, China fucking rocks everything. They got iron, sugar, cotton. Oh, what country do you think produces the most rubber? Oh, uh, 
I know that was a big problem in World War II, and so it was one of the countries that the U.S. was facing in World War II, but I'm not sure. Uh, if you get it, I'll be very surprised. I I want to say it's got to be some, like, southeastern Asian country, which I know we weren't facing in World War II, but I would imagine that we were concerned that that could <laughs> happen. be taken over. I, I don't know why, but I, I want to say, like, Vietnam or something like that. Uh, no, it is actually Thailand. Oh. Thailand's got, like, a third of it. Fucking producing the shit out of him. It was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Thailand, then Indonesia, and then Malaysia. Top three. Okay. Hmm. I approve. Uh, coffee beans. What do you think? We've got a little experience with this. Oh, shoot. Uh, I think that's South America. Like, uh, probably got to be Brazil with just how big Brazil is. Ba 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 boom! Buck and Patrick Fallway <laughs> coming in there. That's three on this fucking, uh, on this episode. That's three of them, you guys. There we go. That's fucking hot. Guesses are on point. That's hot. That's hot. Oh, shit. Also, <laughs> lead. We were talking about lead a little bit ago. China's fucking rocking out 52% of that production. Wow. Wow. Yeah, all right. They're all over that. Oh, yeah, and silk, fucking 84%. Isn't, uh, isn't silk, silk comes from, from spiders? Silk, silk worms, right? Oh, yes, the worms. They're not spiders. <laughs> There's silk spiders, right? There's silk spiders. That's a thing. I don't know. Silk spiders? It's a, it's a moth. What? Is the worm going into the moth? Yeah, I think so. Really? Fuck me. That makes sense. Silk. Then why are they called worms? Isn't it caterpillar? Are, are all If worms could become... A flying creature? Is that what moths are? Is it always called a worm before a moth? The silkworm is the larva or caterpillar why, of the silk moth. Why does it say or caterpillar? I don't like that. I want the, the to be separate. That's so weird. I, how do you industrially produce that, though, if like after a certain amount of time all your producers turn into moths? I have no idea. <laughs> and then just imagine a, like the, the f- you have a whole... <laughs> farm of these little worms and then some just start turning into moths flying everywhere wow i'm so curious now this is not at all related to mining but i yeah i don't really understand i how there could even be a fucking farm for this i feel like how i mean how quickly do they become worms going into a moth like what is that what is that rate how frequently do you need to get new supplies i'm all about this honestly there's a silkworm life cycle. Damn. I don't know. This might help. A female moth lays 300 to 500 tiny eggs per sesh. That's a hmm. shit ton. I just want a time frame. It it looks like it's within like a week or two. Damn. So it looks like the the silk that we actually collect is the cocoon of the the caterpillar. And that cocoon is placed in boiling water or blasted with steam or hot air. <laughs> So we, Which kills the caterpillar. Damn. So we fucking roast them in the middle of their process to become a sweet, sweet moth? Uh, Yeah, it looks like it. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> this took a dark turn. So yeah, it takes the deaths of about 2,500 caterpillars to make a single pound of raw silk. 2,500 fucking caterpillars for one wow, pound of silk. I have no idea. How is this kept under wraps? What's going on? Uncovering the fucking dark truths. We're going to get taken out. When's the last time you saw anything silk, though? I feel like that is a very uncommon material nowadays. I right? don't know. I've only, when I think of silk, I think of satin bedsheets that are nice and soft. Is that silk or what is satin? Is that different? That's why I was thinking too, but now that you say satin, I feel like that's not silk. 
I don't know. What is is satin just a, a different type of silk? Okay, so satin bedding is a mixture of polyester and silk. That's quality satin uh. bedding. And that has a higher price tag than lower quality cotton sheets. Oh, see, I don't know. So satin sheets are made of nylon, polyester, or silk. Is there a different percentage? <laughs> I'm still fucking mind blown that we're looking at fucking thread counts now when we started off with mining. <laughs> I mean, I think we figured out. Yeah, the, uh, we got the mining. In, in the West, there's a lot of big holes. and then There's a lot of there's holes. a lot of big holes in China, too. Okay, big holes all the way around. Uh, I guess we just, I don't know, they hide the big holes real well. Or we just don't go there. Yeah, I guess. It's probably out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Because, I mean, that that Bingham mine, I think it was called? I mean, that thing was huge. Yeah, I think it was massive. Oh. One thing that Satin's really uh, known for is that they uh, they fluctuate with temperature a lot more and that they're able to hold in heat more than cotton. So it makes it a better, a better winter fabric, the more you know. Hmm. But is it worth it fucking roasting 20,000 caterpillars for your fucking bed sheets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who it's knows 2500 well that's for a one pound i don't know how much a sheet is true but if it's satin it's not all silk. well is it okay yeah but also so the silk that's the cocoon balls is that ready to be fucking made and like used silk or is there a process that goes from like cocoon silk to cleaning and that's what the boiling is that's and it then... you just boil and you're good to like throw in some fucking other shit and make clothes I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm calling you out a little bit right now. So that that lets the filaments be unwound because they were heated up, and then that product, or the softened saracen, which is left, which is the binding agent of the the cocoon, uh, is called raw silk. Hmm. Okay. Good enough. And then they're twisted together until there's something of sufficient strength to actually be like knit together and weaved into different things okay so yeah it, it seems like there's not too much to it besides roasting caterpillars oh okay, okay. roast them fucking pills my guy uh no so satin i'm looking at sheets right now it looks like satin is the type of weave that is used uh to wind to like bring a blanket together and silk is mainly just the fiber even though there are satin sheets made of synthetic polyester fibers as well so a little bit of a both what is the fucking satin weave though satin weave pattern here we go is this what they're talking about when they're getting that thread count holy shit i understand what blankets are now (laughs) what the fuck is this just type in what is the satin weave pattern why is there so much? Why is this so complex? Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Who came up with that? I <laughs> I don't know. Sir Satin. So if, if if you're driving or something and you can't look this up, the satin weave is characterized by four or more fill or weft yarns floating over a warp yarn. Four warp yarns floating over a single weft yarn. <laughs> Did I just speak a fucking the picture different... makes about as much sense as what he just said. Did I I think I just spoke a different fucking language and yeah. it's about bedding. Um uh, soft bedding. Soft, very soft. Um okay. I'm gonna try and dive more into it. Floats are mist 
interfacings. For example, when the warp yarn lies on top of the weft in a warp face satin. <laughs> These floats I feel like explain. You're speaking a different language. These floats explain the high luster and even sheen, as unlike in other weaves, the light reflecting in, is not scattered as much by the fibers. That one made kind of sense. It's due to the mm-hmm. weave, lights fucking reflected, which is why it makes it like shimmery and shiny. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. This is why we got to get, we have to get experts and shit. You think there's a fucking silk expert? It's pro- a guarantee. Yeah. Fucking a guy who beats his meat over beddings could probably fucking explain this to us. Holy shit, there's more fucking, I should have known this. There's more weave patterns to know. <laughs> Does that mean that you can get different type of bed sheets? There's not just satin? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I feel like things. most bed sheets are just like standard. Twill, basket weave. Basket weave makes sense. The plain weave. Oh, it looks like the silkworms usually don't go to waste because they are seasoned, boiled, fried, and eaten. All right. What? Where? What company produ- or what country produces the most silkworms, though? China. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I answered that. 74%. Before. Yeah, I literally... We are on this because I said that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they are used. Are they used for like a delicacy? A little like uh, chocolate dip? Uh, dessert type deal? I don't know. It just says seasoned, boiled, fried, and eaten. So fried up. All right. I don't Probably know. good protein or something. I don't know. Bugs are high in that. Yeah. That's awesome. At least they're not just yeah getting fried and then left the, I don't know, left for dead. Get ground up in your coffee or something. Yeah, it says in most places, though. So I'm sure there are oh, a number yeah. that still get just discarded. <laughs> I'm back on to the fucking silkworm thing, and the next thing is, can silkworms feel pain? <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. PETA believes so. Yeah, I, th- I figured you were on a PETA website when I yeah. <laughs> heard that title. I'm not going to lie. The little cocoons look so fucking cute. They must look like little fuzzy Tic Tacs. Holy shit, they're, they're a lot larger than I thought. I have a specific picture that I will send to you afterwards. Um, okay. Yeah, I hear that they grow... Up to 10,000 times their original size. What? In six weeks. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm just going to try and go on Facebook. Well, it says it says only three three inches in length. But for like a little fucking worm? Like, yeah. compare that to your finger, though. Like, Yeah, true. Like, that's pretty fucking That, that is pretty big, yeah. Like, I've got a picture that I hope I can fucking send to you momentarily. If my Facebook will fucking work. We're getting stuck. We're getting stuck. There you are. All right. A little paste action. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. It's sent. Just go ahead and take a fucking little click at that. Tell me that doesn't look fucking huge. Like, compared to the man's fingers, at least. Did you send it over a messenger? Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's enlarge this puppy. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Like, that's fucking big, dude, isn't it? Like, that's a, yeah. much larger than I thought. Like, I just compared it to a Tic Tac, and if I'm going to say anything, I'd say... I'd call that a jumbo marshmallow. Oh yeah, definitely. Jumbo marsh. That's but, just a and little... like an elongated one. Yeah, too, yeah, so yeah. It's bigger than that. Yeah, I, probably jumbo marsh. If you squished it, you could squished probably elongate it. Little... it elongate okay. it. You know, like rolled it out to that yeah. little tube log looking thing. I don't know. Maybe like uh Yeah, no, that's a good enough comparison. Oh god, they all look like cotton yeah. balls. I just realized <laughs> this. <laughs> Holy shit! I am done with this picture. I, I was thinking back to our 
our last episode, how many marshmallows can you fit in your mouth at a time? <laughs> how many silkworm cocoons can you fit in your fucking mouth at one time? What's the Guinness World Record of that, huh? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, the more you fucking know, that's what's going on for you. From uh, a hole in the ground to a hole in our hearts as we fry up silkworms <laughs> to lay in some comfortable sheets. Uh, that, that is all for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope you have a great night. Are we done yet? Oh, <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Rate and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.